Welcome to the Self-Care Society podcast with your hosts, Celia Williamson, Ashley Kucher, Louis Guardiola, and Carrie Shaw, a podcast devoted to those whose job it is to help others get or remain mentally, physically, and emotionally healthy, but who also need to take care of themselves. How we're going to do this? By first showing you the filtered, pretty version of success, and then the real struggles, real work, and raw grit it took to get there, how they took care of themselves and also achieved their goals while doing it. Together, we will work with you to improve and maintain your internal health and growth while helping you achieve your external goals and your next professional achievement in life. And we're excited to show you how to follow your own individual and unique path and achieve the dreams you have while taking good care of yourself. So let's get started. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about stress management. Um, and as far as stress management is concerned in our discussion, we're going to look at burnout versus caregiver um, fatigue. Um, I think that we as caregivers have to be aware of our own signs and symptoms when we're helping others who are having distress. Um, we cannot help others if our gas tank is on empty and we don't live in a vacuum. We also experience the same stressors. Um, we may have better coping skills than maybe our clients, but sometimes there are some things that we cannot control and the coping skills are not helpful. A loss of a family member, um, a spouse's loss of a job, uh, children who are having issues in school. So those are the areas that we as caregivers have to be aware of in terms of ensuring that we're not getting um, overwhelmed and are taking care of ourselves as well. The self-care, um, for example, the support groups that those of you attend for the community health workers, that in, is a group that others provide you feedback, provide you support, help you have some insight that that you're it's not all on you that you can lean on others and that maybe it is uh, important for you to hear from them that it's okay to take some time out um so people think that they're experiencing burnout sometimes when in fact they're exper experiencing caregiver stress or vice versa, they could be thinking they're experiencing caregiver stress when in actuality it is burnout. The main difference between burnout and compassion fatigue is exposure to trauma and suffering. Anyone in any job can experience burnout. People who work in any role in restaurants, stores, businesses, institutions can experience burnout. This is generally unrelated to trauma exposure. But let's take a look at caregiver stress, which, as we have seen, can be a result of absorbing, absorbing the suffering of others. Burnout is usually related to administrative, organizational, or political issues at work. Um, this is the term first introduced by Maslach in 1982 to describe a collection of symptoms, including emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, and reduced personal accomplishments. The 
he developed an inventory um, with other colleagues describing the three aspects of burnout. Uh, I'll go through each of them. Uh, number one, emotional exhaustion. I feel emotionally drained by my work. That you get home and you just are just drained. You just are tired. You just can't think. You just want to tune everybody out. Number two is depersonalization. Uh, that's when you worry that your job your job is hardening you emotionally. That the that your job is um, causing you not to um, be as empathic, that it's becoming so routine that you're um, uh, feeling like you're just emotionalist to situations that you're just hearing others but not really empathizing or listening to them with an empathic ear. You're just taking down facts. Um, and then the last, the third one is reduced personal accomplishments. I don't feel that I'm positively influencing other people's life through my work. So you just feel that your work is not giving you satisfaction. On the other hand, burnout um, measures the following. One, physical exhaustion feeling tired or run down, emotional exhaustion, feeling depressed or hopeless, and three, mental exhaustion, feeling disillusioned or resentful. So with burnout, you may feel a little control over your work environment and decision-making. Often it feels like there's a brutal combination of high workload and few rewards. There may be a lot of stress in the work environment and a feeling of being unsupported by administration. You're not having adequate training. Supervision is not being is not being um, available to you. It may lead to ethical dilemmas that you might be feeling. Um, the risk of burnout increases when the caregivers feel moral distress at work and must do things that they maybe don't feel comfortable with. Um, other factors leading to burnout include burdensome agency policies, documentation demands, more work than time to do it high expectations by management, external locus of control, um, meaning that other people are in, in control of what your day-to-day -day operations are, very tight deadlines, unrealistic vision of what can be done, um, and that you have very little autonomy or independence in making um, these decisions. So, I talk, I mentioned all these things so that you can begin to look at the importance of trying to um, be aware of these signs and symptoms of caregiver distress. You know, psychologically, you might be feeling frustrated, irritable, annoyed, isolated, sad. Physically, you may have these headaches um, that are constant. You might have some stomach issues. Uh, you might have some muscle, muscle tension. Um, you have some, maybe start having issues with some uh, blood sugar elevations, et cetera. Behaviorally, you may be restless, jumpy, nervous, easily startled, um, difficulty thinking clearly, uh, forgetful, get easily um, angry. Um, and then at work, you're being over, you're feeling overwhelmed by your clients' needs. Um, you get a decrease in commitment to your work. You get resentful towards your employer. 
Um, you might start having some tardiness and absences. Um, boundary issues may be blurred. Um, and you just have a lack of um, work-life balance. Um, so I think that we'll stop here. And then in the next podcast, we'll talk about some um, techniques on how to address these issues. Um, but I think it's so important. Um, we've been talking about some things these, these last um, several months about um, taking care of yourself, self-care, um, taking time off when needed, um, asking your supervisor for help and guidance, um, pampering yourself, uh, attending the community health worker um, groups on Wednesdays to, to talk and share so that you don't feel like, you know, it's all you, that you can hear others um, will validate your feelings that it's not just you, that it is part of the stress of the job, part of uh, the continuous helping others, the recidivism of the clients that continue to have the same issues and, and you're beginning to feel less empathy for them and how can you um, turn that around and try to um, uh, look at the glass half full versus half empty. So until next time, uh, again, take care of yourselves and um, practice self-care. That concludes this week's episode. And remember, it's not selfish, it's self-care. <laughs>